Sports. It's yeah. fumbling around. I'm Matt Penrich. I'm Andy Reid. And this is fumbling, fumbling around. around. All right. Came in front of a live studio audience. As per usual. Uh, Number hey. one fan, Robert, in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Quietly. Always. Uh, today, our special guest, to my right, to Andy's left, is the one, the only, Matt Nye. Woo! Hey, everybody. How's it going, Matt? Oh, I am excited. Thank you so much for having me. For sure. Uh, first of all, most importantly, uh, Matt is a listener. Fan. (laughs) Yeah. I am a big fan. I love this show. If I was going to list Matt Nye's credits... The first thing would be fan, fan of, of fumbling around, around for sure. Yeah, it's, on, it's on my MySpace page. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my sweet deets. Um, as also per usual, Matt is a fellow improviser. He is a Second City Detroit alum. <laughs> That's true. He's a Planet Ant home teamer. That is correct. And you are, what's your go status? Alum? I resident, am a resident artist. Resident artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, a very... Very uh, a friend in the improv world. That's right. Um, yeah. Close friend. Close yeah. friend. Best friend. I'm, could be. Could, maybe could we'll be. see. We'll see how the night goes. Or soon to be forgotten if I stop showing up. <laughs> so easily replaced. Yeah. There's plenty of mats. Keep 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 yeah. closing shows, Noss. See how, <laughs> yeah. see how people remember you. Um. All right. So yeah. So today we're going to talk some sports. Um. How about I mean, America is always waiting for its favorite segment. Yeah. Oh, I am too. As a fan, yeah. you know what it is. Hells, yes, I do. We need an update because we know that the Red Wings have indeed <laughs> yes. made the playoffs every year since <laughs> yes. when, Matt? 1990, 1991. Holy it's 25 <laughs> seasons in a row. <laughs> um and we need the update. This week, I feel like the update sound is... <laughs> last, week, last week, they See? were 19, 19, and 6. You know, that's a, that's a sound that we just don't get anymore. Oh, the telegraph wire? Yeah. Yeah. So make you nostalgic for times... I'm not that old. Gone by. This week they are 20, 19, and 9. That's above 500, if my math is correct. But it's still no bueno. They have made a little ground, though. Last week they were six points out of the playoffs. This week they are four points out of the playoffs. That's just like a win and a half, right? You get three for a win? You get two for a win. Two for a win. Yeah. One for an overtime win? Yeah. One one for getting into overtime no matter what. But if you win in the first... If you win overtime, you get two points. There you go. But everybody gets one. It's weird. Yeah. There's more points to be got. That's true. Hmm. And going into that all-star break, they need all the points they can get for a successful yes. second half to the season. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was a great, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, great <laughs> announcer voice. Thanks, uh, man. Second half to the season. I am... So excited to talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Chet. Um, the Red Wings, though, yeah, I don't know. They. What's crazy about this? We've been doing the segment, and it is like every week. It's just like they're five hundred, and they're not yeah. in, and they're four points or six points out. They are just week after week, when one pretty much one. the same. When yeah. one lose one, it's rough. It's rough. I'm uh, when I was a kid, the uh, Red Wings were very important to me. Yeah, and when they were terrible. Um, Ooh. I, they, I was a big fan and they 
lost me as a fan because they kept breaking my heart by losing to the Maple Leafs <laughs> in like the first round of the playoffs. And I was like, Jacques Demure, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Demure. <laughs> I could just see like a little six-year-old Matt Noss. Like, Jacques. I remember being at my grandma's apartment watching uh, watching that game, watching those games against the Leafs. And like knowing that when you're a little kid, like you have no real concept of anything other than that's your team. Yeah. Like the Red Wings are your team. And I was like, oh, oh, good. Then they're going to win, right? Because <laughs> that's what every movie leads me to believe is that <laughs> everybody wins when they're when they're yours. And then you watch a crushing defeat and I, I stopped watching. I was real salty in the 97, 98 when they like when they won. Because it, you just didn't believe it. Well, what it was, it was just that bandwagon thing. Mm-hmm. And this is, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I, I am a very fair weather fan. Uh, like, I'm not watching the Pistons right now, but the moment that they get into the playoffs, I will watch. Right. I will watch every game. I'm a fair weather fan with, with a lot of sports, but with the with the wings to watch so many people all of a sudden be be hockey fans because it wasn't just like casual like oh we're really excited but it was like whoa oh what's oh, Stanley? Yeah. Yes. it's it crazy was it was the same with the tigers the the first year that they what got good was like 2006 7 yeah, yeah. It was well i was same- in i was in the philippines when ordonez hit the walk-off homer <laughs> and it made me miss home like crazy because yeah. it was like just watching your city lose its mind yeah. well i wasn't down here yet i was i was the i was still in college i was home that summer working at michigan's adventure yeah <laughs> awesome. i know and I, but I remember thinking that as that summer went on how much more tigers gear yeah i saw at the park just like because the the year before was like the worst year, right? Was that when they were like miserable, terrible? That was I, like two years before. Yeah, two years before, yeah. but it was. Yeah. I mean, they bottomed out and then they got back to that point. And through that summer, just watching more and more Tigers gear come through the park until like the week before I went back to school, everybody was wearing yeah. Tigers stuff. Yeah. Like, where did this come from? I so the on the bandwagon note, I what I what I hate, I don't mind being a. Uh, are bandwagon fans and i'm a bandwagon fan but like what i hate are people who are just like hate they'll end up hating like people who hate the pistons right now oh they just suck and blah 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 and just put them down and like right. we'll pick up a new team yeah. or something and then immediately when the pistons are good then it's back to liking yeah. them so right like, no i'm not like, watching anybody i'm right. not watching golden yeah. golden state i'm not watching the Cavs. i love the pistons because the pistons to me have always been more about being a team than they have been about players i mean thomas is kind of the exception to that rule uh but even with Isaiah, it was like they needed all these key players to really make it work. Yeah. They needed the microwave, Vinny Johnson, Mr. 007 and, hitting that shot against Trailblazers. And even Isaiah Thomas was the <laughs> ultimate team player. Like he could have been on a he could have on any other team he probably could have put up thirty and just put up crazy numbers. He's a Hall of Famer either way, but yeah. like he wasn't he wasn't taking all the shots. He was giving Joe Dumars shots like Oh my god, yeah. The team was was all about the team. And and when you when you watch Mr. Billups playing his game, I mean play your game, Mr. Billups. Like that whole thing was founded on the best utility players possible, and then the X factor, of course, was Sheed. But like Sheed, yeah. oh and God. all those players. Did we ever were... figure out what was with that little spot on his head? Oh no, that's that's not Rasheed Wallace. That's no, he has like he has like a baldy, it's either a gray... bald or gray spot. I yeah. can't yeah. remember. Just, just a little happens. bald spot. Yeah, it's one of them. Um, but yeah, like. I don't know. I don't feel like it's the worst thing in the world. 
everybody's got i can't watch like the red wings right now i follow them but i don't watch every game right i don't have the time yeah but i don't if if they get really good i'm gonna be watching them in the playoffs i don't consider that a bandwagon fan no no but uh, you heard that i always first i always do like with specifically baseball i've never been a fan and i like if they if the tigers get good i'm not all of a sudden like hanging on every mm-hmm. i'm not watching the nlcs i'm like right. I, I, i'm i've, I've never well, been we invested successful uh, sports podcast so yeah. probably <laughs> but you probably do it well, more I often think, yes. i think the hard part with baseball <laughs> is kind of the harder part we're talking with hockey sometimes it's like that there's so many games oh right yeah and it's like with baseball when it actually like I watched the game seven this year uh, with well, the Indians also, and the Cubs, and that was great baseball to me because every moment of it mattered. Yeah, right. Where it was like from the third inning, it was like I don't know where this game is going, and every pitch matters. Every like every stake was on yeah. the line. But when I watch a casual game on a Wednesday, it just kind of feels like, yeah, I'm good. But the the thing with baseball is like. Old people now are like, oh, these these young guys, they, they they can't appreciate the slow build of a baseball game. They're just tweeting and looking at their Snapchats, and they they are bored. <laughs> you, are you turning into a weird Bill Cosby? <laughs> yeah, you're talking about the Snapchats and the pudding. You're putting in the Snapchats. And the, no, but they, like that's a complaint. People, uh, you know. Uh, people don't watch baseball anymore because they don't have the patience, and it's all about the the Twitter and internet now. Blah blah blah. But a game a game of baseball lasts almost five hours now, and I think when it's it, eight or nine, when, yeah, it, it's <laughs> it feels a like day 10. and a half. When it was America's pastime, if you look at how uh, game times, it's like two hours. A game a game of baseball uh, in the you know in the fifties lasted two hours. I could do that. That would was, be way fun. Way more fun. I don't know if it was that short. I do. I think that yeah. There's so many of them, and it is. It is also a game you can condense now with DVR. Oh like, my god. I I DVR everything. If I'm home to watch the Pistons or the Red Wings, I still will not watch it live. I'll right. DVR it. Start it a half hour later, and I can skip all the animations. Yeah. With baseball, you can't. You can't like. You can't like fast forward every pitch. There's no. You have to to do that. You you'd have to be just fast forwarding constantly yeah. and base games are three hours long right they should have more sausage races in between pitches they should <laughs> you know those guys oh of course <laughs> that's what i'm talking about or, or the the nats those uh those big crazy former presidents that they have they have oh, like yeah. plushy presidents yeah. and they, they run around the bases <laughs> i love that's it. great tv just a wiener lincoln <laughs> running wiener lincoln. Yes. can i just see wiener lincoln for a minute <laughs> wiener lincoln wiener lincoln <laughs> yeah well it's it's funny when we, we talk about like fair weather fans and and then everybody claiming like clamoring for it to be the way that it was it's like it's kind of just the way that it goes you know it's yeah like, yeah the game needs to change were you guys talking about it last week where you were saying the game of hockey changes like every seven years or something like that like it fundamentally changes yeah. well they they definitely uh they've done things like um put more room behind the net right they've they've uh in widened the ice to make more shooting angles right because there was a moment there in hockey where Scoring went way down, and they've picked it back up, right? Uh, well, they've hockey is uh, hockey is different now. It's so much faster, yeah, yeah. Than it used to be, and but like they, people scored a 
way more when like Gretzky they're still was scoring low. Yeah, they're they are still scoring low. They always scored more than they did now. But yeah, in the eighties, like basketball is the same way. No, basketball the scoring is pretty much maybe maybe the not same. NBA like college and then early nineties doesn't count. If, <laughs> But uh, we, there's a rivalry here. So, yeah, I, I need to understand that NBA. because, like, I know that you're a big college football yeah. fan. Yeah. And I know in particular you're a U of M fan. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. no, because, like, that was the team that I liked for no other reason than I liked their colors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, that blue and, <laughs> blue and gold. Or, well, amazing pops. blue. That's that's pops, pretty baby. sweet. Plus, I was alive when the Bose leg- legacy was a thing. So, it was like. It's still a thing. Trust me. Oh, I As guarantee it. Michigan fan, it's still a thing. But that's but that's the weird thing. It's like tradition. Like college has deep rooted hard traditions mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily see in professional sports because professional sports seem a little more transient. Oh yeah, than than college sports. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, some of that I think is um, commitment to like. Because at the end of the day, the, the Lions are business, right? So, but when you're when you go to a school and you become a fan of a team through that, and you you know pay thousands of dollars for an education, you are part of that university campus right. for four. Like it becomes a, the the fandom is a little more uh, entrenched, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I do think, yeah, I mean, and the fan base. The weird I, shit with, like, the marching bands and it everything. Because the, the NFL has that kind of built-in, like, fan base. Like, I I don't know that there's... You mean Gridiron Heroes? Yeah. Right. But, yeah, that's <laughs> the also... The best like, fight song in the world. The Packers. <laughs> can barely say that, that out loud. When the Lions victory, the game. Oh, oh, forward down <laughs> the field. When the Lions <laughs> never yield. And when the blue and silver <laughs> wave. Oh go salute the brave. Ra, ra, ra. Wow, you know a lot of it. Oh, yeah. A Lions victory. <laughs> go Lions. Get a running game. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, but like the Packers, <laughs> I mean that town owns their yeah yeah. So I will say, like, uh, people, uh, in the Midwest seems to have the Midwest South. There seems to be more like verdant fandom in, in at college level. Uh, people on the East Coast they don't care. Like people that go to Rutgers, they're bigger Giants fans than they are Rutgers fans. Right. You know? Interesting. But the NFL, I mean, but the Packers, the city owns the team yeah it's not there's not yeah you people have stocks yeah of the packers they vote and but even with the lions the lions they have a rabid fan base here they really do and they have not we've talked about it they've won a playoff game in the last 50 years one (sighs) single playoff game they have had no success at all no except one year i will say when still they sell out they sell out every game when i first moved here and I started school in 2006. The first couple of years that I was down in Southeast Michigan, I couldn't watch the Lions because mm-hmm. they weren't selling out, and we were in the blackout, the blackout oh, area. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that that was uh, like when they were still in the Silverdome. Uh, it was because they had the transition tr- right because the trouble. 16 year was here, right? Right, yeah, that was, yeah, at, was Ford at Ford Field. Field. So th- those that were those awful. years, right? And that was around then. I mean, that's. But it it, it affected my that. it affected my and I don't watch I still now 
to this day, eight years later or whatever, I still don't watch as much NFL as I did in like high school. I watch every Lions game as long as we're competitive. Yeah. As long as we're in the mix, uh, which is hard. So like the 0 and 16 year, I watched like <laughs> two games and then I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, I can't, you, you know, but like this year I watched, I went to my first game live. Uh, which was a cool experience. I'd never been to Ford Field before, which was just really fun. Catherine and I went. Catherine is my wife for listeners uh, that don't know me. And we had a great time. Um, it was funny, though. We played the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And I, my wife's family for a period of time, and they're actually back, lived in the Philadelphia e- area. And talk about fan base. Oh, my God. Yeah. Eagles fans are intense. She, They lived in, like, it was like Quakertown area. So probably about an hour and 30 minutes outside of Philadelphia. And it was, like, eagle stuff everywhere. Like, the eagle's head on people's uh, balconies. <laughs> it was just, like, enormous. It was, like... Yeah. I don't ever see, I might see a flag on a car, a bumper sticker, a couple jerseys here and there. This was like not football season. <laughs> right. This was like June 3rd. And it's just like right. eagles everywhere. Just eagles, eagles, <laughs> eagles. But you could. How many, how many kids in Philadelphia in the last like 20 years were named? Like Andy Reed, last last name. <laughs> Too many. Too many. I could imagine. I think the Lions, you would see that more if they would have just been even as successful as the Eagles, because they, right. the Eagles have had good years, but yeah. it's not like they've been they're winning Super Bowl I mean, all might the time be, or anything. That might but. be part of why there is uh, a lot of passion for. Mid- Midwestern college football because the Lions have never been that great. The Browns have n- never oh been my God. anything. The Colts are, you know, they're newer and they had a good run, but you know, um, but I mean, then Bengals, you got this. You got well. Do you consider the Steel Machine part of the Midwest? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Do you? you but that's not a Big Ten country. Oh my God, you, no! Like okay, so that's why they glom on to it. Yeah, you work at look at like Pitt, Penn State. What? I mean, they're pretty close to Penn State. Uh, but like Pitt, nobody gives a shit about Pitt football except. You know, I love the Steelers. Um, my friend Venus, uh, who I started improvising with, uh, was like, he's from here, but he's he's a Steeler fan. Yeah. Like he's just Steel Machines, the Steel Curtain. There's a handful of those of people who are from Detroit who are Steelers fans. Yeah, they just like jump ship at some point in their life, and yeah. uh, and just love the Steelers. And we'd always talk, and the only thing that I ever would say is like, "Yeah, Jerome Bettis is the only guy who can fall on you for five <laughs> yards." <laughs> no. He's a big boy. That Jerome Bettis, the, holy shit! The bus is coming. The bus. He was a big. He boy. was nicknamed that because he was afraid of planes. <laughs> oh yeah, no the bus. Yeah, because he always he always take... drove places. Yeah, him and uh, and it? John Regis Madden Philbin? and John Madden, Madden. John Madden, <laughs> John Rickshaw Madden, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John Rickshaw Madden. He had that dope ass trailer though. Dope ass trailer. I would I would you... prefer to take that than a plane as well. Holy, John Madden had a trailer. He he was he like, like B A Baracus. He would not get on a plane. Really? Yeah. Yeah. For real. I did not know this. This is new fact. Yeah. Yeah. He had one of those just like a uh, trick to shit, but tour like not bus. A, yes, a tour bus. That's the I was going to say t- trailer is not the correct word. Yeah. It's like a tour bus with his big old mug on the side of it. Cooking turkeys everywhere he goes. I'm John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy to me that that game is still called Madden. That they they've right. They've branded that so well that 
kids don't know what the fuck that means. Like, it's just should just be called NFL football. No way. What's but no, deal? I know. Is but he cool? Is he kosher right now? Because I don't see him anymore. I do I not he's see still him alive. Yeah, I'm under, I think so. He must have slipped. But he's not even he's not even the announcer in the game anymore. Right. So like somebody like a 12 year old that's playing Madden now has no idea why it's called that. Or like what it's well, it's like why do I hit the diskette to save in Word? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there hasn't been a three five disc in forever. Why is this called a phone? <laughs> uh, For the listeners, I just picked up my cell phone. I got something real quick. Oh, I love. Before it. we get to America's third favorite segment, we uh, America's second favorite se- segment is the uh, Boban Marjanovic. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Boban. And let me tell you something. Is he getting some minutes? Matt, he is not. Since we last recorded... <laughs> I love that I started. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty pumped about Since that. Since we last recorded, they've played three games. He has played a total, a total of seven and a half minutes in three games. Bullshit. Bullshit. With one DNP. We are terrible. Put I know. In. Yeah. And you know what the record is over that course? Zero and three. Two and one. Oh, two and one. <laughs> okay. But, well, yeah. Okay. So people are like still, still totally on board for Stan Van, right? Like Pistons yeah. fans aren't like, get him out of here. No, I'm not anti Stan Man. Um, but you can only be rebuilding for so long. Yeah. But it's yeah. he's in th- year three, right? This is year three. This is year three. Yeah. This is this year, year three. three. They went to the playoffs last year. Yeah. So this is a dip. So yeah. Dip. But they but. also, they are right now, what's their record? They are, I don't know off the top of my head. But they like, I mean, I think people wanted more, more progress this year, but there's, it's still a situation where there is something <sighs> to look forward to. It's not. What it was before he got hired, which so was they're just... twenty one and twenty five. Mm, not good, though. Not good. not good. Because they really—that's the thing, though—is and he's he's. It's too early on to really. Right. They're not going to do anything. He's the GM. He's the coach. They're they've given him the reins. He's going to get five years here, no matter what. But they finished really strong last year. They had a really good showing against Cleveland. Like they played them very tough. They got swept. But they like they looked like a legit NBA team at the end of last year, and they come into this year and they're twenty one and twenty five. A little disheartening, yeah. And it's no bueno. No, another team that's uh, a little uh, no bueno right now. Uh, Michigan basketball. Yeah, really. Mm, and yeah, they came in this year and state. Yeah, their state's a half game ahead of us in the standings right now, but both of them are a little disappointing. Yeah, um, I think. People expected State to take a little step back this year. Mm-hmm. Michigan, this is a little disappointing, to be honest with you. Yeah. They were supposed to be like a fringe Sweet 16 team a this year. In the mix, at yeah. least. Yeah, and they're 13-7. and seven. They're under 500 in the league. And um, I don't know. Yeah. We are in a dark mm-hmm. era for Detroit sports. Yeah. yeah. I mean, besides... Jim Harbaugh's our only hope. Yeah, good. <laughs> you get him in when you can. <laughs> but uh, bring back Bo's legacy. Yeah. He's yeah. so fucking metal, bro. Well, I Jim love that Harbaugh. he brought back the the helmet stickers. Jim, love it. Love everything about it. He's taking the team to nope, goddamn nope, Rome. Nope, nope, He's taking nope. the team to Rome. We're reversing track. We're not talking U of M football. I Matt do have has. a question for you, um, yeah. Matt. Uh, Matt Rome. Penridge. Um, Something I hear a lot about basketball, and I know basketball is your favorite sport from listening to the show, mm-hmm. uh, and I would say that it's my go-to sport. I enjoy watching basketball a lot. 
uh, but I've probably watched more football games lately. It's just that I'm never home when basketball games are on and I don't have a DVR. Fair. But um, they, I always hear like the argument for parity in the NBA and trying to like, because it just seems that the league right now is such a superstar league. If you don't have a superstar, you're after. You talked about it last week. You're like, if you if you don't have if you don't have LeBron, the Pistons need a Gilbert Arenas. Get out of here. <laughs> but uh, no, but taking a look at at the Pistons, a team that I said earlier in the in the podcast is always been about team. They do the best when they can rally behind a central tenant, like time to go to work, like being the bad boys, like bring get your lunch pail. Right. But I mean, that was a big thing. I, I remember yeah. them blowing the work whistle. Like, it's time to get to work. Do we think that that Pistons of my memory is gone and we have to get a superstar? Or is it possible for us to put a workman team together to get it I, done? It's, it's possible, possible for Spurs, a team to right? do it. Yeah, but they have... Uh, Spurs are a pretty good example, but they have Kawhi Leonard right now, who's like a yeah. top five player. But this, uh, I so, mean, the, this, they're not also the Kawhi, same Spurs that were. No, but Kawhi Leonard, most people, if you're not a big bat NBA fan, you you wouldn't know. But Kawhi Leonard yeah. is legit a top five player. He is a superstar. Yeah. So yeah. they well, have one. When the, I mean, that run where they won like well five titles in 15 years or some shit like. I don't know when they well they had Tim Duncan Jesus Christ like yeah. the, but I well, mean he's like one of the greatest players ever know, Andy but you never I never nobody ever he's not like superstar right is yeah it? no he people is one hundred percent is the thing about Duncan like, is that he was so it, it, to the public eye to a non yeah he was Spurs yeah. person to a person who's a casual pan casual pan you know like yeah when, casual <laughs> pan you know just me the goat boy anyway <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a casual pan only on the weekend um no a casual fan when i take a look at tim duncan it's always like oh yeah tim duncan who yeah. you know like most of the time it's just like is he still playing right. i know he retired last yeah. year but like it's but, one of those things where he he flies he's so good but still flew right under he, the radar he doesn't talk shit Right, like, but he's probably the he, he's like Calvin most people would Johnson. say he's the best power forward. There's five positions in basketball, and he was probably the best power forward of for, all time for years. Of not all, all time. time, that's what they. I think most people would vote him that he, he just is like he he didn't score thirty, but like he would score twenty five, and also he was the best defensive player in the league and best re like almost best rebounder. He really was like quietly. He was without a doubt a superstar. Like he really. It's not even like a matter of opinion. He just was. It was just he was quiet about it. It just that's awesome. He wasn't Kobe. But no, but I mean, like, and I respect that work ethic. I respect. I mean, when they beat us, I was crestfallen. Oh, I was so upset. We didn't that we couldn't go back to back because I felt like that was it. Like that was almost like oh no, our team might be yeah, done. That was the end of the run. It really was. I yeah. mean, we we put in some great years after that, but it was like just daggers at the end of that series, just them draining threes. And I was yeah. like, Oh God, that would have been huge. But so, but yeah, with, I think basketball for one thing, right. it's just so have, it's so dependent on having a superstar. It's not even so much that it's dependent on it. It's just that one guy can make more of a difference. Can be the for, X factor. It, you, there's no other sport where one person can, really do like there's no other sport that has a lebron james where he just goes on any team 
and they might make it to the finals. Like mm-hmm. he can, yeah, not even just, soccer. Yeah, like soccer is superstar. Can Messi, help, like Barcelona has Messi. They have no like Neymar. They have like three superstars, and they're not even guaranteed to win everything. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, like I don't know if. Tom Brady is the best quarterback in the NFL. You can't just put him on any team. You put him on the worst team next year, and they might still be the worst team again. Right, because like, if they can't block yeah, and like, keep them covered. Like, or if their defense sucks. Yeah, but you put LeBron James You put LeBron James on the like uh, Philly, who are like, they've huh. been trying to lose. They've literally <laughs> been trying to lose. To right, get to get better pick. draft You pick. throw LeBron James on, they'll probably go to the finals. The Sixers year, have been like. doing that for a decade now. Right. Ugh. So that's the difference between basketball and it is good. But now there's all this other stuff, like players getting together. But I do right. think it, every well, time you like think a, it can KD happen. like KD going to Golden State, right? I mean, that yeah, was the big. That's the big dagger. Yeah. Which really sucks because Golden State did all of their stuff through the draft. Like, they didn't tank. They just drafted well and got three superstars insane it's insane yeah but now they have kevin durant but i do think yeah there will be a team that proves the rule wrong like the pistons did in Mm -hmm. 04 that will happen i don't see why it won't yeah Mm. that's Mm. cool no i mean thank you for kind of your take on that because as a pistons fan i always want to see them do well and right now i just don't i like van gundy i think i think he's right for the team but I don't know if he's right for the team that he has. Right. You know, and Which I, is weird because he's putting it together. <laughs> yeah. But it is true, though. He doesn't have the shooters that he... That he needs. Yeah, like his teams are usually, like, I don't know, shooting a lot of threes and Pistons aren't that great of a shooting team. Yeah. They're not really a modern NBA team at the moment because um, that's all three-pointers. But, hey, we need to get to... America's 17th favorite oh. uh, segment. This is yeah. called The Mighty Ducks. 15 minutes of The Mighty Ducks in 10 minutes of time. Guys, last week, we watched 15 minutes of this yeah. shit before we started recording. Last week, if you didn't listen, we introduced a new segment where we watch The Mighty Ducks 15 minutes at a time, starting with the first 15 minutes last week. And then this week, we watched the second 15 minutes. And we came in right when Gordon Bombay introduces himself to the team what right. a fucking turd of a team he got huh? oh man well he's awful. a complete asshole yeah yeah but at last week off board on gordon bombay this week i get it i still he, think he's redeemable i get it he's definitely redeemable these the kids don't really give a shit they don't care that they're losing yeah. oh no. they're like he's like what's their record that girl's like oh we're oh and nine who cares yeah He's, they don't care. Why would he care? Yeah. I I do think he's a redeemable dick, though. It's like, oh, oh he's yeah. a dick, but you can see this little glint. But, <laughs> man, if he could just, like, maybe meet the right um, kid's mom or something like that, I hope. I don't know. I don't know. Well, who, who knows? Let's see what happens. Let's let's uh, let's see what happens. Yeah. But I'm pretty <laughs> confident that he's going to do all right. <laughs> this but, 15 uh, minutes should be titled. This 15 minute chunk is like this team. Blows. Yeah. That's all this 15 minutes was. <laughs> I love it. Really was with a shit show. Everything about this 15 minutes. Sports ineptitude to show how shitty this team is. Yeah. Also, he gets out and he's just like, they, they don't believe that he's the coach. So he pulls out a piece of paper and like, it reads, has their names on right, it. And he reads the entire <laughs> roster, but he only read three names. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This right now, this could just be a con man. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. And then, and then he puts them in his car. Yeah. Oh so my God. Like, <laughs> The limo. 
<laughs> which is out on the ice. It's out Charlie's, on a pond. Charlie's mom was completely correct to be to be mad. Not only to drive her out, but like this is a stranger who conned these children into getting into his yeah. limo. They pile into his limo. They're on the ice. They're driving around. Charlie's mom comes up. Yeah, and is like mm, that's no bueno. No, no uh, bueno. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I loved. Uh, but yeah, in a I different kind of movie. Down Charlie's I don't know much totally about right. hockey. I don't know much about hockey, but aren't they seriously lacking players? <laughs> yeah, lacking there's players, like a nine equipment. It's a nine-person roster. <laughs> you usually have, I think there's 20 people on your roster because you are like rotating people rotating. all the time. Yeah. No wonder these kids are getting their ass kicked. I will so say, tiring. Um, my JV year when I was in 10th grade, I played JV football. We had 13 on our team. And there were I almost every single game. We went 0-9. So just, <laughs> just put that out there right now. Almost every single game, I played every snap. Fo- offense, defense, special teams. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So this can be done with this amount of play. This can be done. But it's not suggested. Suck. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not, not suggested. suggested. But, yes. uh, but yeah, in a different kind of movie, this guy cons these kids into getting into his limo. And then he goes and... Chops them. Oh, up. wait, it's fair to point out he didn't con them to get in the limo. They forced no, their they way forced in. Their they way forced their yes. way in. They did. They be, well, he, 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 <laughs> he basically, uh, he basically like Hansel and Gretel them into wanting to get yeah. in. He is, he appears on the ice outside. He might as well have said, Hi, my name's CJ Moneybags. <laughs> like, Very true. <laughs> my name's CJ Moneybags. I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Exactly. And these <laughs> kids are just like, well, who the fuck are you? Then? Yeah, he's talking mad shit to these kids. I hate um, hockey. I hate hockey. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> you might re- write a book about this when you're in prison. Exactly. <laughs> he is not doing it. He is Donald Trump on ice. He is the worst human. Except, but there is, yeah, there is. Um, Hollywood has an amazing ability to make narcissists turn corners that they never do in real life, and you can tell, like. Uh, Dr. Bombay, <laughs> that's a bewitched <laughs> reference because his name's Gordon Bombay, which I believe is the same uh, name as uh, Dr. Bombay from Bewitched. Um, yeah. Drops okay. Him. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets out there. He's, he's CJ Moneybags in it. But like they let you know, like, oh, he could, he could turn a corner because he <laughs> sees like them going and he's like, mm, the ice. This old world of mine. The smell yeah. of a hockey bag. I miss <laughs> it. I miss it. Oh, that rancid, <laughs> rancid stank. Uh, so the next day is their first game. Uh-oh. And it's versus the Hawks. The Hawks. 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 Win, 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 win. Uh, Gordon walks in with four minutes to go in the pregame. So yeah. he has prepared his team not at all. Not at, no. all. not at all. He walks into the arena the and team, there's a f- countdown. Four minutes to go till the game. The team is not wearing uniforms. They're, They're not wearing even matching. sweatpants yeah. and football helmets. <laughs> it, was, I, it was as if the set designer and the costume department just read ragtag ragamuffins. I, I am almost surprised that one of the kids didn't have a flower pot. As a I was just <laughs> going to say <laughs> Just pots and pans. <laughs> Exactly. It was straight little rascals <laughs> playing hockey. Uh, but Gordon walks in and he he scans all of the Hawks championship banners, 
and they're all first place. They all say first. champs, and they're black and blue. Then he hits that seventy-three yeah. banner. His year. His yeah. year. We saw it. We saw Second it to open place. the movie. Second place. He missed that penalty. That shot. is a fucking run, though. If you this movie was like ninety-two, Legacy. so there was more banners to go. So if we're going back to like seventy to ninety-two, they have like they won twenty of twenty-one championships. Yeah. They just win every that's year. A, that's Fuck an impressive the Hawks run. run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This can we is, can we talk a minute about uh? uh <laughs> One of the kids on the ice is just doing his best Rob Schneider. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, look at this guy. He's the Terminator. The yeah. El Terminator. Oh, got a hockey stick. Nice hockey, hockey stick. stick. Slapping, also, slapping pucks. Hitting them also, pucks. Yeah, and also the Mighty Ducks, the players, they cannot skate. They At can, all. Even Charlie, even Charlie, who's their best player, it's like, oh, he's... Pretty shitty he's at terrible. hockey. He's also a peewee hockey player. Right. I'll tell you what. They're playing... The Hawks all look like they're 18 years old. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not fair. I'm going on the record right now. There's <laughs> no way the Mighty Ducks can come back in this movie and ever be a good no. team. Oh. It's not possible. <laughs> okay. How many games does they're a peewee... too okay. shitty. <laughs> I, I think... How many games does a peewee hockey team play? 28. They're, 20... No way. No way. <laughs> they're not coming back. Uh, yeah. They, because they would have to have that many games. They've already right? played Maybe 10. next season. Maybe next Maybe season next they can season. be better. But he's got to teach them to lit- literally teach them how to skate. Every they, single fundamental of hockey yeah. this team needs to learn. Yeah. They've already played 10 games. They're 0-10. It's statistically impossible that they're going to win enough games to make the playoffs. Unless yeah. they There's tru- not enough games left. Unless they truly play like 40 games. <laughs> I know. They're, they have a full game. Like... How Charlie Spazway Conway, he's their best player. He goes on a breakaway, <laughs> and like I forgot this, he goes on a breakaway. Like he's Spaz, that's Spazway. He's gonna mess. He's up. gonna fly. He, he winds his stick back to take a slap shot, <laughs> misses the puck by forty feet, and then just slides into the okay, boards. Okay, so he slides into the boards. He gets up all dejected. One of the Hawks spears him in the back, which is so illegal because that is like being paralyzed, just waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then they cut to the Hawks coach and he's like, yeah, nice hit. Coach Riley, who's played by, oh man, I thought I wrote his name down, but I don't remember. But I actually thought he is, that guy, that actor is doing a great job as Coach Riley. being an asshole. Who's the absolute, it was Gordon Bombay's coach who got mad at him because he missed the last shot. When they first meet, they're like, oh, Gordon Bombay, back to see your old coach. He's like, no, actually, I'm coaching the other team. And He gets in some ribs. He yeah. gets in some stingers well, he says, in that who's combo. really good? And coach is like, oh, uh, Banks. He's not quite as good as you, but he wants it he more. He wants it more. He's just like, ooh. And then, and then the coach points out the banner, the second yeah. place banner. And he's Wish like, we could take that one Wish down. We could take that yeah. one down. <laughs> what a cock. He's the just worst. The worst. Yeah. The, the, the thing, so the, the Hawks are all yeah. the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a shit. Yeah. This, well, it's the karate kid mantra of like, yeah, bad teacher, bad student. Yeah, they're all, they're, are, they're actively looking to hurt kids. Mm-hmm. They, they skate up for the, the puck drop and three ducks come up to the puck and it's a uh, black kid, white kid, black kid. And the Hawk goes, what is this? The Oreo lineup? Right. There's uh, racism in the mighty ducks. Racism. Straight racism and 
It's no wonder that they win every year because they straight up paralyze every other player. <laughs> they are murdering these kids. Yeah. The Ducks are obviously the fucking worst yeah. team that's ever been they on the ice. They can't skate. They can't <laughs> skate. These guys, the Hawks can skate backwards, forwards, side, side. They can shoot. They can do everything. They didn't even have to move. They could have just stayed in formation. Just ping, 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 score. Ping, ping, ping. Yeah. 17 to 0. 17 Zip. Right. Which is not and even banks, accurate how how bad it should have been. Banks, it should have been uh, 80. No, yeah, it should have been a mercy. We stopped it at yeah. the end of the first It was period. a team that's won 20 yeah. championships in a row against a team who can't fucking skate. <laughs> Spe- yeah, I don't think they would have let it get to set. They wouldn't have let that game go all the mercy. way. To, yeah. But uh, banks, Coach, Coach banks, Riley was like, run it up, run it up. He was disappointed. He yeah, said that if was we're a win, period. If we're going to win... We're gonna win big. Yeah. yeah. What was their chant? That was that was their chant. Yeah. We, uh, oh, it's not right. worth winning, winning if you don't win big. Yep. That's right. Oh man. And uh, Banks apparently set a Hawks record for scoring in that game. Yep. That's what the coach yeah. said. Because good job. Another prediction. I think Banks is gonna kick shit, and he's gonna end up with the league MVP honors. I think we're gonna go and just watch the Hawks dominate the yeah, league again. I think that's the next step. <laughs> <laughs> the next step. Is obviously the Hawks will dominate. Yeah, about uh, Banks's trajectory into the NHL. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, that'd be my guess. He's a 12 year old, and the, and he's like, yeah, that's Banks. Or his coach is like, yeah, that's Banks. Uh, I think he's got he's got what it takes to go all the way. Yeah. You can't tell from a 12 year old boy. A pre, you can't tell a prepubescent boy is gonna make it into the NHL. Uh, they knew Wayne Gretzky <laughs> was, but um, but the, the inter- there's an interesting thing that happens though is that. Um, our boy Gordon Bombay, he's conflicted. I can see it on his oh, face. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, Matt. I'm taking a look at this guy. He's looking at the Hawks coach, and he's like, "Ah, uh, that's the way it's done." But then he takes a look at the Hawks coach, and he's like, "But that's what screwed me up, and I'm too afraid to admit it." I hope I meet one of these kids' moms, and she gets it out of me. Yeah, dude, I just hope so. so yeah, he wants to. He wants to coach on the straight and narrow. So his first order of business of the next practice <laughs> is to teach about a flop. flop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to cheat up. our way out of this, guys. What he, was it? What it was, was his channel? Uh, oh, I have it written down. One, hold on one second. It was <laughs> take, the, take hit, the fall, take the fall, act hurt, get indignant. Take the fall, <laughs> act <laughs> hurt, get indignant. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately into the into the second game, the ref is like, hey, cut the shit yeah. or we're going to forfeit. <laughs> they know they're flopping immediately. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> I do have to go. You have to go back to your main point. These kids can't skate. Yeah, what else are they going to do? But I also have to say, real quick, flopping. They just can't stand up at the twenty twelve minute mark of this of this viewing. But the twenty seven minute mark of all all over, all over, all over, all over that film. Our first glimpse of Hans. We don't know who Hans is yet, but we we know he's important. We just see Gord look up into the stands and go. I called him Bulk. Bulk because I didn't know what to call him. I'm like, oh, Bulk's here. <laughs> Bulk Meat Rock is making an appearance. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. every sports movie has that character. You have like the black janitor and Rudy. You have um, Mick and Rocky. They all have that like mythical old guy f- that teaches everybody a lesson. I mean, The Legend of Bagger Vance is all about that character. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, the radio silence was Just, me going, "Oh, uh, that's not the guy I called Bulk." But oh yeah, no Hans. Um, Hans was the old guy. Oh, Bulk yeah. was Bulk is the the kid. he's gonna be. He's gonna end up. 
Oh, oh yeah. I, yes, yes. After we see Hans at the game, Gordon Bob May looks up. He sees an old man. He's like, Hans? And then you neck, it cuts to him outside trying to find him, doesn't find him. But then after that, it's cuts to the kids all in some alley. They have a Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Yeah, they are, these 12 year olds are about a to go bone in out. jerk yeah. off. One of them's trying to charge the others to see it or something. A dollar a minute to look at yeah. the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, which That's I know depravity. as a as a former 12 year old who had a dad with a sports illustrated subscription. I will tell you right now that that was a big deal for me every year. Oh, for sure. Between the ages of 10 and 14, that was a big deal for me on an annual uh, basis. (laughs) Knowing sap the battle. So they're looking at it. The Hawks show up. Three of the Hawks show up, take it out of their hands. Basically insinuate that their mothers are fucking janitors. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. They're real dicks. Banks is one of them. Yeah. And again, then, I think that there is no redeemable quality in Banks whatsoever. Yep. He started a bad guy and he's going to end a bad guy. He's going to end a bad guy. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. He's talking sure. about their moms being whores. <laughs> yeah. And then we saw him or we saw him at the game, at the game versus the Hawks. There's some they show some big kid in the crowd yeah. for like a split again, second. Again, a 24 year old yeah. person. Yeah, and that guy's bulk meat rod. <laughs> yes, and then bulk meat rod shows up. 24 year old man <laughs> who's really into pee wee hockey. He's yep. the Danny Almonte of Minnesota pee wee hockey. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. They're gonna find out that he is He's grown eight years man. old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then he picks the Hawks up, all three of them at once, or something like that. Uh, makes them leave and he throws them into a perfectly placed futon mattress because every alleyway has a futon mattress oh yeah you gotta get rid of them yeah (laughs) and then cuts to the next game that's when the refs like cut the shit um we end with gordon bombay telling charlie to take a dive yeah Mm -hmm. we don't know if he does we don't we will have to find out with our guest next week. Yeah, I mean he's going to because he's a real p- piece of shit inside. Yeah, he has no morals or ethics. Right. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Godway, huge piece of shit. Everybody knows it. Everybody Spazway. knows Spazway. Spazway. Spazway is a pushover. He's gonna try. He's gonna try. I to don't. Do. I haven't seen any inkling of any sort of leadership. He definitely qualities. doesn't look like his feelings are hurt, <laughs> and that he has a moral yeah. dilemma. Uh, no morals, Charles. That's the yeah. uh, what they call him. Uh, with that, uh, that wraps up our uh, Mighty Ducks talk. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm excited for the next uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. We're about a third of the way through. And, man, we have so many segments. But this is another one of America's favorite segments. Mm -hmm. It is called the Lightning Round. All right. <laughs> Weird silence. So we oh, don't oh. have to explain this to Matt. We don't have to explain yeah, this Matt to you. It's a lightning it. round. Everybody gets it. We're going to ask questions. Matt is going to answer them. We are going to start with our first question. It is, Matt, Yeah. what is your favorite sport and why? Uh, playoff professional basketball. Um, it, it sucks me in. The drama, the intensity, the sweat. The glory. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just love every moment of playoff basketball. All right. Okay. Andy, you, you got that? Yep. You, you grading that? Okay, yep. good, 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 good. Second question. This is Jeopardy-style question. Uh-huh. Okay. Category is sports. Okay. And the answer is, that's what she said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is 
hey, I'm Serena Williams. (laughs) That's what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. (laughs) All right. Nice. Sports. Uh, Matt. Yeah. Quarters in football, halves in soccer, periods in hockey. Mm -hmm. What gives? (laughs) Oh, let me tell you. Um, Halves in football is because of um, uh, Jerry Football. The inventor of the shin cleef. Sure. Um, he, um, he, the shin cleef was the first uh, thing that could cut a pineapple in half. Oh, wow. Um, He's just yep. racking up the so points right now. He had the uh, pineapple bowl, and he was like, oh, well, you got to figure out how to play a game first. I cut a pineapple in half. There oh, All right. That's quarters. Honest. Quarters comes from um, the infamous uh, how you start a basketball game is, of course, with a coin flip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, coin flip is the quarters, so there you go. Quarters, periods, a lot of blood on the ice. Yeah. Oh. I'm trying to keep right. up, but he's scoring at such an incredible rate. <laughs> Question number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Matt. Yo. How come? Just cause. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Final question, Matt Nas. Last question. Matt. Yeah. What's your Chinese finger trap exit strategy? Patience and pressure. Very nice. good. All nice. right. Um, all right. We're going to add these up. All right. The official score is five or more after 30 minutes. Ooh, oh, right. yeah. Five. And that That's is, a good score. That is also the official Wee hockey mercy rule. If you have five or more goals after the first two periods, we're calling it. All right. Man, I'll tell so you what. Th- this game, this game so, would never have happened. Yeah, I've got to get this info to Gordon so he can call the <laughs> league and get this game forfeited. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I can't wait to see what happens with Me Mighty Ducks. We are well uh, past our normal time. Yeah. But it's, it's okay been so much it's fun. Right. It's, I'm having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Matt, I know you host podcasts. I, I do. You do all kinds of other stuff. What do you want to plug? Here's I want to plug time. so much. I want to plug, um, well, I want to make sure that I plug uh, the Roach Coach podcast. Yeah. Okay. They have t-shirts, Matt. What gives? We don't have t-shirts yet. I'm going to cut this out, so... <laughs> I cut that part out, anyways. <laughs> the Roach Coach podcast, uh, you can find it on uh, gocomedy.net uh, go slash media. Oh, you can just do slash Roach Coach. I don't know. It's on iTunes. It's on all the Roach things. Roach Coach. Coach K O. Yeah, Coach K. Yeah, Roach Coach. Uh, Google Coach that. I'm sure you can find it. You can find it's it right on away. iTunes. All um, I'm, I'm very proud of uh, Matters, which we just uh, finished 119 episodes of. Damn. Which is insane. Uh, that's me and my uh, best friend, Matt Rose, from I've uh, known since junior high. Just BSing, just Tizakin. And uh, we have guests on. Uh, you've been I've, on the show, yeah. Matt. It's been a great time. It was. And my final podcast right now is Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we review uh, horror anthology series, Tales from the Dark Side, um, episode by episode. I do that with the wonderful Jen Hansen. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. It's super I'm fun. a listener of that show and uh, a guest. My episode hasn't aired yet, but yes. I was a guest on that. I enjoy that show. I recommend listening to it. It's fun. It's oh, a yeah. good show. Super fun. Good and I love this show. I love what you guys are doing. I'm, I'm very happy that uh, we've got a cool uh, podcast community going yeah, on. For yeah, sure. I love it. I love it. There's a lot out there. I agree. It's been fun. Well, hey, Matt, really appreciate you coming yeah. out. Hey, so, guys. Guys, thank you so much. But before I leave, yeah. I, I have to I have to do this. I, I wrote this... Um, 
before I came here today, and I'm going to give it to Matt. He doesn't know this is unplanned. He has no idea that this is happening right now, but I wrote this, and um, if you would read it out loud, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Wow. I'm sure your readers okay. would uh, love it. Hello, fumbling around. I do not know very much about sports. I have used these points to survive any conversation about sports I may find myself in. I can guarantee I used them tonight. They are, the Red Wings lost me as a fan when I was a kid. They kept losing to the Maple Leafs and broke my heart. Jacques, number two, Jacques Demers. <laughs> number three, Bo's Legacy. Uh-oh. Number four, the microwave Vinnie Johnson, Mr. 007. That one didn't come up. Oh, it did. Oh, I did? said it Damn for it. sure. Oh, okay. Number five, play your game, Mr. Billups. <laughs> Six, the Pistons have always been about the team. Seven, we need a running game. Number eight, Jerome Bettis could fall on you for five oh, yards. Oh, my God. Number nine, I'll tell you what. That game seven of the World Series last year was some of the best baseball I've ever seen. <laughs> Number 10, I was in the Philippines when Ordonez hit that walk-off. Oh, that made me God. miss home. This is brilliant. I, you found a way to fit all of those in. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Matt. And that is so funny. Uh, none, of those, none of those references were ham, no, references I, were ham-fisted in any way. There's no I've way. I've been doing this for years, my friends. Oh, my God. Oh, that, sir. <laughs> you just, that is... That is fumbling around lore right there. Wow. That goes up there with uh, Mike Tunstall, I think, <laughs> in terms of fumbling around lore. You raised the bar. Oh, oh, thanks, guys. Shit. I wish you could stick oh around God. for our second guest. I do, too, but, you know, I got to get going. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, I got, I got <laughs> seven podcasts to record <laughs> yeah. tonight. So. Oh, man. Oh, thank you so much. That <laughs> thanks, was amazing. Guys. That letter was great. Uh, <laughs> Matt Nas, get that framed. Andy Reid, Matt Penridge. Part one is over. Fumble it around. Fumble it around. It's part two. It's part two. Hey. I'm still Matt Penridge. I'm still Andy Reid. And this is still Fumble It Around. All right. It's part two of a banger. Yeah. To my right, to Andy's left, this time around, a very special guest, all the way from New Orleans, yeah. Louisiana, we have all Alphonse LaCroix. Alphonse LaCroix. Hello. Yeah, the, oh, it's so good to be here. Alphonse. Gotta be a little chilly, huh? Weird. I never... You see... When you uh, well, gentlemen, thank you number one for having me on the show. I appreciate it. The thing is, when you go into a river like the mighty Mississippi, and it gets you with its cold tendrils, coming up to the mighty North ain't nothing. I've seen that river rip the life out of a boy, and then give it back as a gift. God, I see. I didn't realize the mid Mississippi was cold. I didn't know it's cold blooded. I'll tell you that. I tell you that in the face. I didn't know it had the power to take life away and then We'd give it you, back. When was the last time you in New Orleans? Uh, about uh, four years ago. Oh, four years ago, <laughs> like he was there yesterday. I looked that river in the face this morning before I came up here. I tell you that. I one time. One time, all right. So, you, you, uh, well, tell them why I'm here. Tell them why I'm here. You're tell them here. I'm here. You, we want to talk to you. You're a master angler. 
Mm-hmm. A professional mm-hmm. angle fisher, mm-hmm. angle fisher, angler fisher, angle fisherman, and master you, angler, and you catch catfish. Yeah, I've been f- catting for a while. All right. Now I look at them whiskers and I go, "It's your day. <laughs> it's your day to die." Do you ever do the noodling? Where you, uh, pun- you punch into the water and you grab it. Who did I ever get the hand? noodling? I was born in the river, son. <laughs> I put my hand in there. I pull out a fish as big as your guts. Ooh. Good lord. I pull out a fish the size of your pancreas, son. Ooh. Is How it big as big? I don't, feels like I don't really know. Big. My daddy died in my arms one day. Oh, His pancreas exploded because uh, catfish got in there. <laughs> Into his body? <laughs> Into his body. A live catfish? A live catfish. How did he get in? Oh, he was noodling, oh, not no. paying attention. Oh, no. Fish came right in his mouth, <laughs> swarmed down the old throat, right to his pancreas. Oh, my God. Oh. And that, this happens often, or what? Oh, it did bottom feed us, son. Oh. That's what the catfish do. If he can get in your body, he eating a pancreas. Oh, That's like catnip to catfish. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that's catfish. That's catnip is a human pancreas. Human pancreas. I had no idea. Mark Twain knew it. So uh, you're up here. You you have some new line of product. Is that what it is? I sure do. I have uh, what I like to call Alphonse Lacroix catfish catnip human pancreas (laughs) on a hook. Oh Oh, Oh, man, is it synthetic or no? It's real. Where are you getting these pancreases? No, well, you have never been knowledge, have you? About four years ago. Oh, four years ago, I was looking in the maw of that ugly beast just this morning. Oh, it gets me emotional. Here's the thing. Human parts, for the most part, hard to come by. Everybody knows it. Well, uh, I mean, somebody could dump a body in Minneapolis. And it can wind up in your neighborhood. And it floats down that cold (laughs) river every moment filled with regret bubbling over. And if it makes it to New Orleans, by law, I can take a pancreas out of it. Oh, man. So all the pancreases that I have are just swollen pancreases from bodies dumped up river. Do you just send the rest of the body on its way out to the Gulf? Well, I could give a shit less about that body. I don't give a Ain't ain't no good bait. Ain't no more good bait for catfishing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> if you look at an ugly catfish in its face, I tell you what, it looks at you with its sad dead eyes, and it goes bloop. It ain't talk. It's a fish. Get out of here. I've never I've never seen somebody so one with so emotional like have such an emotional attachment to a river and to these catfish. I mean, is this is this he normal in New Orleans or is this kind murder of special? His father. I know, but it seems like I'm sure you had this relationship before that, even. Well, you, if you born in Nolens, you love the river, but you hate the river. You love the river, mm-hmm. but you hate that motherfucker. <laughs> no, I tell you what's what. The, what's the best part of the river? Oh, you wake up on shows of it, still alive, be grateful. And what's the worst part of the river? You don't wake up, but you're still on the banks of it. Oh, no. Because it took your life. Oh, no. Oh, it'll do that. I've watched that river drain so many. Here's the thing. I used to drive a riverboat down there. There ain't too many jobs for a fella like myself. So I learned how to buy, drive myself. When, you know, you see them, the paddle wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, they hear showboats coming. Show I'm like, me an alligator. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That is the danger of the shift. 
<laughs> Alligators? Yeah, dangerous of dangerous to ships. Oh, yeah. Do you get a gator hooked up in that wagon wheel? Oh. Just flop, 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 and then might like spring up, be on the deck. Everybody looking at you like your captain's supposed to do something. I'm like, I'm going back to the captain next to you later. <laughs> I ain't sticking around for no gator going to eat me up. Buff. No, thank you. So I throw catfish at it. <laughs> fucking eat it right down, right down the gullet. Right down that sweet gullet. That hole is as empty as the world is large. I'll tell you what. I don't I don't mess with no gator. I see a gator and I go, good day, sir. And he goes, <laughs> I had no time on it. That's the other thing. That's why you're also grateful when you wake up on the bank of the river. Gator there. Everybody know gator there. <laughs> Everybody know. A gator there. So if you get left alone, that means you got the blessing of the gator. Oh. Mm. You ever got the blessing of the gator, boy? No. <laughs> I ate some once. <laughs> you wait a gator. They're caught by somebody else's hand, yeah. I presume. Yes. Yes. Good. Duh. I caught a gator noodling. You noodled a gator? You I just grabbed it. it by its tongue? Bare hands? Bare handed. By the tail or the, by the snout? Ooh, I tell you what. I put my put my hand in there. He tried to reach for me. I pulled my hand back. Jaws Clap forward, then I clapped on top of it. I was as fast as grease lightning. I was like a lightning bolt. Oh, so you were holding on like a like a fireman's pole? Yeah. Now it's in between like that. So I so I had my <laughs> hand in the water, splashing around, noodling about. Gator come, try to try to grasp it, because they want to grasp it and get you in that death roll. I was like, not today, Gator. Put my hand back, pulled it fast, like woo. Nobody saw it. Like like that. Like, I moved so fast you didn't see. I did 10 things. I could write the Declaration of Independence before you wake up, son. Wow. That's how quick I am. So I pulled it back. Jaw snapped forward. I grabbed him with my two hands. Because Gator ain't got no muscle in his jaw to open it. All the muscles on the clothes. So I grabbed it. And I was like, now you're mine. <laughs> Looked him right in his beady eyes. Oh, the eyes of a gator. Yeah. So mean. I've never stared down a gator before. Do I don't a think I want boy, to. Boy, if you want to live a life of fullness, you grab a gator by the maw and look him in his eyes. I held a baby one once. He's just like... like the boy, is all me. your stories about your pussy? What is <laughs> going on? I, t- t- I, t- I don't t- know what to say about Andy. I don't either. I don't either. But y'all, t- well, here's the thing. We need to get back on task, on target. Yeah, how uh, much you selling these pancreases for? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> See, the, the prize in a catfishing tournament can go anywhere from ten to $20,000. Whoa. That is not a lie, my friends. Uh, Lucrative. You, yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of ways to catch a fish. <laughs> there are? There's a lot of ways to catch a fish. Yeah. You've named two so far. Pole. Pole. Hands. Hands. Net? <laughs> oh, no, no. Fellas, you don't know gun? the first thing about master. Hey, gun! You could throw a bug zapper in there and just electrocute them all? Okay. <laughs> the comedy guy. The comedy guy will be. He's trying to be he, funny. I, I don't he know. had the thing. He had the thing. You don't get it. Oh, shit. <laughs> what you need to know about Gators is <laughs> Catfish 2. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's in my brain. It's coming back out. Number one, you can't shoot a gun into water. If I was standing 10 feet away with, from you and I had a gun in my hand and I shot the gun in water, we'd never get to you. Oh, who knew? I did, motherfucker. 
Alphonse did. Alphonse did. Alphonse did. Two. There's a lot of way to catch cash fish. Here's one way. Drifting. Uh, go Tokyo. Explain that. So when you get in a boat that you're going to go catfishing in, you may not know where the catfish are. But you need to be in an area where you think they're going to be. Like a river. Oh, I swear to God. <laughs> I, I'm so, I think I'm getting under Alphonse's skin. I don't I mean to. Just, Jesus, like I don't mean I to. I don't even. Why do you put up with this? He's, he's, you know, he's the best sports podcaster around. I, we, I, do, I don't even know if I can disagree because you don't know anything about the sport <laughs> of fishing. So you get yourself a tiny motor. That moves at well at least one or two mile power. Okay. To drift slowly with the river in and out of where you think the fish are. Mm-hmm. If you're going too fast, you can put up a wind sock. Slow the boat down. Okay. You want it to be natural. You don't want to startle a catfish. A startle catfish is a catfish who's no longer hungry. Okay. And you can give them all the human bits you want. Give them that. Give him that. But if they're, they're startled, they give him that pancreas. He don't want it. Okay. He's scared. So drifting, that's one way. You could also, you got your downriggers up. I'm going to be honest. I'm still not sure I understood how that catches. Oh, that's how you sneak up on him. Right, right, right. Okay, 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 okay. When okay. you now go down to mighty Mississippi okay. and you're in that boat, you got downriggers. You ever seen a downrigger? Know no. what those are. All uh, right. They're the poles on the back of the boat. Hey, okay, okay. The holders okay. for it. You put the poles in the holders. Those are called downriggers. Okay. You can have four hooks in the water, and then you watch a pole. We went bend. Boom. We got a fish. Okay. Load them up. With, that seems easy. Ro- load them up with Alphonse Lacroix human pancreas <laughs> catfish catnip. How many? How many of these have you sold so far? I've sold zero. Oh wow! <laughs> how much people, are you charging for them? Oh, I am charging. Well, like I said, okay. Now we're back on target. <laughs> Thank you, Handy. Here we go. Average price is ten thousand dollars. Oh wow, that is steep. That is steep. Yeah. Now what? You have like a booth at the auto show or something? Where I go to Bill Goodman's Gun and Knife Show. I'll okay. stay there all day. I don't care. I with a booth full of human pancreases. <laughs> Here's the thing. We cut it up. Oh, okay. It's not For like... Ten grand is like half a pancreas. But we, I don't take all the prize money. I mean, a lot of people aren't going to win. That's the truth. Right. Hundred dollars. Oh, hundred bucks. Hundred bottle. Hundred dollars for a bottle. Thirty pieces of pancreas in there. Wow, hmm. that seems reasonable. Seems reasonable. Very reasonable. And you've still sold zero. Yeah, I think it, part of it is the the idea of getting over the fact of using human flesh for bait. That seemed to be the real stumbling block. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can wrap my brain around it. I'll tell you that right now. Oh boy, I tell you. I tell this you. is all FDA approved. I assume we are the FDA don't know. And what I say, what it don't know, don't hurt him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, mean, you, I know how to get a pancreas out yeah. of a floating corpse. You can pluck a catfish out of the river and it's With fine. With my bare hands. But you pluck a human body out of the river and all of a sudden it's a Do you got a panic on the 4th of July? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's organic, yeah. right? That's right. Yeah. You, oh. didn't, you didn't murder them and dump them in the river. You're just picking them out and grabbing a piece of them. Exactly. And, you You're know, just people farming. I'm, thank you. Not even people farming. You're just cadaver farming. I'm, ca- I'm cadavering. 
<laughs> yeah, you Alec pull them out of the river. I mean, you let them. You yeah, I, them well, of course, I let them. I just let them float catch down. I catch and release. I I return them to the river from which they came. You probably say a prayer or some kind of. Well, I say I say the prayer that my my ma'am my ma'am taught me. Mm-hmm. I, she's Is that like, your mom? <laughs> yes, my <Okay>. ma'am. <laughs> my ma'am. The old Creole way of saying mom. Yeah. Ma'am, don't know if this voice affectation is racist yet. <laughs> anyway. Oh, hear the prayer. Here we go. Lord, boy, we make mistakes. But not as many as this fool. Love you. <laughs> That's a really effective prayer. Love you. Bye. <laughs> That's a great Not one. as many as this fool. I like it. That, yeah. well, that comes from the old Creole saying, you can only screw up as much as your neighbor, and then he got it die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you don't want somebody making more mistakes than you do in life. That's, right. that's the main point. But the thing is, we all make mistakes. When you uh, When you go to a catfish competition and you cast... Out there, and you're slinging them in. And yeah, you're the guy. It's somebody that's competing against you. Is like, wow, you're really getting them, getting after it. What are you using as bait? And I you pull say, out the bottle, pancreas, human pancreas. Yep. What's the general reaction? To Please that? get away from me. <laughs> Just go. I, I figured. Yeah, it's poorly received. Yeah, uh, people hate it. But luckily, <laughs> I mean, I brought a bottle of it here oh. for you guys. Oh, uh, oh. so you can uh, take wow. a look at that. Punch wow. Yep, I li- I li- it, it, it's earthy. Yeah, that's can, what I like yeah. to say. You, you can put tell. the cork back in that. Yeah. Uh. Well. Okay. Here we go. Uh. Oh, oof. That. Oh. Ooh. That. Uh, not fresh. That looks raw. That yeah. Looks well, like I cut them up. Then I put them in. But before I came here today, there was lucky, lucky me. There was a body floating down. Took out the pancreas. Made this bottle just this morning. Mm. I mean, that doesn't River. even. I gotta be honest. That just seems like it's water. It's not even like uh, formaldehyde or even vinegar or anything. There's no preservative. It's the water of the Mississippi, the most beautiful river in the whole yeah. wide world. I mean, it's. I mean, it looks like it's been in the river for a while. So if it's still, I guess, I don't know. Ugh. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, the river. Here's an old poem that we say back Ooh. down down in Orleans. All right. The river was still, but for a moment. The man took that moment away, and the river never forgot. <laughs> Whoa. That's powerful. That is something. I was pretty proud of my dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah. Oh, you wrote That's that. Deep. I wrote that. Wow. There's an old poem that we say in New Orleans <laughs> that, you, that wrote I wrote. you wrote. I'm the only one who knows it. Right. Okay. But That's yeah, fair. I mean, they should say that one more, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, it's pretty good. As a, as a man who grew up as <sighs> river people, uh-huh. how do you feel about something like the Chicago River that man reversed? Man conquered that river. Well, I think I, that poem summed it up. The river was still... And then man stole. So you think at some point the Chicago River is going to rise up and take what's it? Like like Hamilton. Yeah, it's going to rise up. <laughs> well, I didn't think Alphonse would, was going to be a Hamilton. I have Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Then the problem with you northerners, you don't know nothing about I'm nothing. I'm sorry I underestimated you. I sound like this, but I've gone to Harvard. Sure. Whoa. That's new. Wow. Harvard. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, well you, done, sir. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. The Harvard? What do you mean, the Harvard? The one just, in... What, the one which Harvard are you talking Boston? about? Boston? Well, not in Boston. Boston. I never, never go to Boston. That gross okay, fish so not, from the ocean. Not the Boston. Ocean yeah. fish. You, you don't, don't like, like ocean fish? Oh, ocean fish with their colors. What about lake fish? Look at like nice like lake perch. Oh, I'll need a perch. I'll take a steelhead. Mm. I'll need a crappy. Just not, just not, not, just not ocean perch. No, oh, they too fancy. Yeah. <laughs> no, they think they're special because because they drink salt. <laughs> Nobody cares. You get a good you. Okay, here we go. Take me to a sushi restaurant. No, thank you. Take me to a, a catfish fry. <laughs> you got me. I'm never leaving. I, yeah. Little dust, little dust. And you know, you can take, you can take the the sweet meat of the catfish. And you can slice it so thin that you can make 10, 20 little, little sliver of pieces and deep fry. You put a little cornmeal on them. You deep fry them. You get 20 pieces out of one fillet. That, that, New Orleans is my favorite food town. It's my favorite place to go and just eat. You're trying to warm up to me, Andy? Oh, I'm serious. I love it. I love going to get the beignet. beignets. Oh. Get some nice like rabbit or game, some duck. Oh. Anything what about crawfish boil? Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, crawfish. Oh, low country. No, oh. I've mm-hmm. I've made my own crawfish boil. Yeah, yeah. Do oh, look at sometimes Andy, they sometimes they have a uh, crawfish at Kroger. <laughs> I'm not kidding. All right, yeah, it's fair. Kroger. Yeah, so, yeah. it's like uh, Win Dixie. <gasps> yeah, it's like Northern Win Dixie. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that. You know, I mean, you can't always catch up with your bare hands like you want to. You'll be out in the river all day. You know, you at least look like a busy guy. It's uh, actually surprising. This the sentence. Sometimes Kroger has crawfish. Yeah, it's it's very true. Strange to me. We, yeah, <laughs> I mean, sometimes they do. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes we get northern things down there. Okay, like, like what? Uh, d- denial. <laughs> I can't, I can't, come on, <laughs> come on. We got Hershey bars, come oh, okay, on, okay. from Pennsylvania. That's, we true. Know. That's true. I went to the harbor but in the south. Sometimes. Oh, the geez. river. <laughs> the river is the harbor of the <laughs> south. You got your education on the river? Hell At yeah. the river. River, <laughs> <Yeah>. river tech. <laughs> river teachers. Oh, you learn more in one day from a river teacher than you ever would from seven years at MIT. What's your diploma? A diploma it's a degree son it's your degree <laughs> riverin' <laughs> my degree is in riverin' and by the way you need to know a hell of a lot to know how to river yeah I Yo. would presume yeah but you know you you know that hallelujah song uh, by uh, what's his yeah, name yeah Leonard Conan okay yeah Leonard Conan wrote that song and then uh oh that other Jeff Buckley covered it mm-hmm. Jeff Buckley lost his life in that river wow is that true yeah, that's true. What oh, the hell? Why would I tell you a story that's not true? I don't know. True? I mean, we could fact check it to make sure. <laughs> Isn't that nah, weird? It goes all the way up to Minnesota. Yeah, you ever think weird. about that? You're you're patrolling a just a sliver of that river, the most famous sliver. But you know, uh, uh, I don't I don't see your point. 
<laughs> I don't know either. I mean, you're you trying just never to think are about you, that, Andy. You're trying to like see how much you can flip flop on me. No, I, no. Oh, that 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 tone. <laughs> I know that devil northern tone. Oh no no no! no. no. <laughs> I knew it. I trying to. Fa- get- I wrote a fan boat once. Ooh. Fanboat? Am I, am I back on your good side? <laughs> well, he only wrote it one. When like, oh, and I made a decision that my life was about to be like this. <laughs> That's the decision I've made. Uh, I put together a fan boat with my bare hands. Oh, wow. My, oh, oh wow. Yeah. All you need is a couple logs and a little time. And you a have yourself a fan boat. Oh, well, yeah, the fan is easy. <laughs> we have so many closed factories, you just rip it out of the wall. My life's goal is to uh, retire on the swamp and have a place with a big porch where I, where I just wear a white suit, a white linen suit, and with a big fan. And then I, I just drink sweet tea and bourbon out there all day. And all I say is, is it warm one today? That's pretty much all I say all day. You would like 90% right. <laughs> I mean, that seems a lot more South Carolina, but at the same time, you're trying to pony up to me. I'm not ponying. I've had this. I've had this fantasy for a long time. Who? Long time. Long time. How old? I. Oh, I. The first time I went to New Orleans was when I was in college. We went down for Mardi Gras. Okay. I fell in love. It's a great. City. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> you fell in love with Mardi Gras. <laughs> I tell everybody fall in love with Mardi yeah. Gras, and then they wake with, up the next day and they don't have a penis. Not with any woman. <laughs> not with any woman. What? With a with a mistress named Nolens. Andy, Andy, I can't be mad at you for yeah. him. You fell in love oh. with my beautiful city, <laughs> Matt Penridge. You have been as quiet as a church mouse, soaking <laughs> it all in. Alf, Alphonse, we got one last question. Oh, for of course, you. Oh, of course. Tell me the river man's dream. The dream of a river man. Pretty simple, but very, very meaningful. The river man wants to live on the river. He wants to wake up in the morning and see it going by, but he wants to stay in the same place. But he knows that it can't. The dream of a river man is that the river will be there, mm. even though it's going by. To live in constant motion, but right? You stay in what place? But in that way, the world comes to you, and you give yourself to the river, and the river takes it somewhere else. Yeah. Are you the, specifically talking about human bodies right now? <laughs> I might be. <laughs> I might be. All right, Alphonse, you got anything else you want to plug besides your... Uh... There is a fantastic podcast that I just love. It's called Roach Coach with the King. Wow, you know Roach Coach? Oh, we love new metal what? in the swamps. Oh, wow. We know the guys, we know the people that do that podcast. Oh, I couldn't meet them. I'd be too scared. <laughs> oh, I just go back down to the river and listen to an episode about Evanescence. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Oh, well, and there's also the Matters podcast. Oh, okay. Big yeah. fan. You know that one? Oh, I That's love Damianos. He, he, he would never do a voice that right. is very I, questionable in its ethnicity <laughs> and origin. I prefer Matt Rose, but okay. Well, he, he's a beautiful man as well. I love his face. 
Oh, yeah. um, he's a, I've only seen it in the, I don't know why I would say that yeah, I will have his spleen one day okay. I will you put think it. he's going to be a river death oh, well, <laughs> let's not hope but if it were to pa- come to pass that either mats found themselves floating down the mighty Mississippi I would scoop them up what percentage of Americans do you think end up in the river from my die? counting 100% <laughs> I mean, I'm. I went to Harvard, the Harvard University of of the sea, but of the ri- of the river, which is the river. <laughs> it's right, the Harvard University of the sea, the river. Dude, uh, river. Uh, is, yeah. Is there maybe one more podcast you want to? Uh... Yeah, sure. Maybe you should check out Transmission. Transmission for the dark side. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it has that beautiful Jen Hansen on it. It's got that Matt Dawson I'm so crazy about. Oh, all of them can be found uh, on iTunes, wow. oh, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, you know. One cast. Oh, probably. That's I don't know. I we, you can find this podcast in all those places too, but if you're already listening to it, I'm imagining you already you figured found that out. Yeah, I don't know why we always tell people to find us yeah. on these things. I know. It's more of like a big please review. Yeah. Please yeah. review. Please tell someone else to start listening to us please on seriously iTunes. Seriously do that. If you're listening to yeah. that. If you're a fan, just in this next week, just tell one more person to start listening. Yeah. Cool. And review it, because for whatever reason, that's, that's so what matters. It helps. All you right. gotta get those numbers up. But uh yeah, that's been fumbling around for this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks to our guest earlier, Matt Nas. Thanks to our guest right now, Alphonse LaCroix. Uh, why'd you say that with <laughs> you said it like Irish? Correct. <laughs> LaCroix. Creole French. Alphonse LaCroix. Alphonse LaCroix. You have to say it like that, right? Like Alphonse. You ought to say it any way you want to. You ought to hurt my feelings plenty. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. You know what? Culturally I brought offensive. a catfish in this bucket too. Whoa, so it's I'm alive. Gonna, oh, I'm, yeah, but I'm gonna come cook up oh, good for shit. you. So uh yeah, you can end this. Still it. alive. All right. Well, let's get that stove fired up. Oof. All right. Well, I'm Matt Penn and I'm Andy Reid. And this was Fumbling Around. <laughs> <laughs>